episode eight, how to fill your clinic with clients that respect and appreciate you. Hello and welcome to the Make Money with Massage podcast, where we show you strategies to successfully market and promote your massage business. I'm your host, Tim Cooper, and it's a pleasure to have you with me today. I often hear therapists complaining about certain clients. Either their clients are habitually late, they no-show, or they just display a total lack of respect and consideration to the therapist. So in this episode, I'm just going to talk about some strategies that you can put in place that will help set the stage to ensure that the clients see you as a professional and will respect you as such. Now, there are steps you can take yourself to drive home the message that you are nothing but professional and that you expect courtesy and respect from your clients. But there are some clients who have a preconceived perception of what they expect during the massage or maybe after the massage that cannot be helped. And so there's ways that you can also address that. And I'll talk about that later in the episode. Now, before we get into the details of this episode, I wanted to tell you about my Massage Marketing Mastery course. This is a comprehensive course that takes you step by step through creating a successful massage business. In fact, I use these exact same strategies to double my massage income in less than 60 days and then go on to turn my struggling and failing massage business into a thriving six-figure business within 90 days. Now, if you want to know more about this program, about this coaching, just go to massagemarketingmastery.com, look for the information and just see whether the course is right for you. I also offer free 20-minute coaching calls. So if there is a particular aspect of your business you're having trouble with, you've hit a roadblock, you've hit a hurdle, put your name down for a complimentary coaching call. Now, these Uh, no obligation, no strings attached. I'm not going to try to sell you anything. I'm just here to help you. Now, if you want to take up this invitation, simply go to makemoneywithmassage.com forward slash coaching. That's makemoneywithmassage.com forward slash coaching. Select the time and date that you want, put your Skype ID in and we'll get on a Skype call and get you over that hurdle. So let's look at some of the scenarios where our clients basically disrespect us and don't take what we do as a professional service. And I suppose the first one and and probably the biggest one is no-shows. And no-shows can really hurt a business, especially as you're getting busier because if they don't cancel and reschedule and you've got people waiting, people who can't get in to see you, And then if people don't show, they have cost you money. If they had taken the time to ring and cancel, you could have got back to your wait list and got somebody into that spot. So one of the best ways to reduce no-shows is to make sure that you send a reminder. Now, whether that be an email, a text, or even get on the phone the day before or the morning of the treatment and remind them that they have a treatment coming up than the time and the day of that treatment. Now, some therapists don't like doing this because they say, you know, if I put that out, I'm giving them the opportunity to cancel. And it doesn't really work that way because if they are going to cancel, they're going to cancel anyway. And if it doesn't suit them, they're going to no-show or even if they forget. And quite frankly, I would like to give somebody the opportunity to 
cancel so that I can reschedule somebody else into that spot rather than sitting there waiting for them while they've forgotten about their appointment or it hasn't worked out for them. So that's the number one step is to make sure that you send out that reminder the day before or the day of reminding them of the time and date of their appointment. And of course, if it doesn't suit them, you ask them to get on the phone to you and reschedule another time. And this way, this is the other side of it, is that now they no longer become a no-show because they've forgotten. You have now rescheduled them. You've, you've got them still in your books. They're still going to come for a treatment at some time in the future. Now, occasionally you do get the serial no-shower. And what I normally do is I give people the benefit of the doubt the first time. So say, okay, they forgot, they didn't get the reminder message or whatever else, because technology can muck up sometimes. Messages can go missing. People can have problems with their phone. So I will always give somebody the benefit of the doubt the first time. The second time somebody knows shows, I'll advise them that their actions are being detrimental to my business, that me sitting around waiting for them to come is actually costing me money. And that the next time they no-show, they will be blacklisted. They will not be able to make an appointment even if they wanted to. And then I follow through. Like if they do no-show a third time, they are blacklisted. I don't make empty threats. If I say somebody's going to be blacklisted, they are blacklisted. So that's the way I educate my clients as far as making sure they show up for their appointments. But I always make sure that they sent a reminder I take, I take the possibility that they can forget out of the equation. Okay, so what about the people who always turn up late? Now, we always have a handful of those people that are always running late. Now, once again, the first time they run a bit late, I will give them the benefit of the doubt. And if I'm booked back to back and I can't give them a bit of extra time past their booking time, I may advise the receptionist to reduce their fee from an hour to a 45-minute treatment or whatever. But once again, they are told that it's their responsibility to be there on time, that I am booked out, and I can't give them extra time if they run late. And it's up to them that their time starts at their booking time, not when they arrive. And so if they're booked for an hour and they get their 15 minutes late, then they only have 45 minutes of my time and probably only a 40-minute treatment by the time they get on and off the table. And they will still pay the full amount. So once again, we are trying to educate our client to say, it's time to respect me, it's time to respect my business. I'm here not only to help you, but I'm here also to make money. I've got bills to pay. So if you want your full hour or half hour or 45 minutes, then you must ensure that you get here on time and preferably even five minutes before time. Now, what about those clients who are looking for a little bit extra? This can come down sometimes to where you advertise. When I was going to college, we were told never to advertise massage services in the local paper, even under the kosher real massage services area because even that area was full of sex services and so people who were looking in the paper for massage they weren't looking for therapeutic massage or remedial massage they were looking for sexually orientated massage or massage with happy ending 
So we were told just straight out, don't advertise there. If you don't want trouble, you know, don't go there. But, you know, there's always one or two who don't follow the rules. And I remember one of my fellow students who graduated with me, he was a gay male. He advertised in this particular paper, advertised for, you know, massage services. And he started to get all these strange clients and strange phone calls. So think about where you're advertising because you can really save yourself a lot of hassle and a lot of heartache by avoiding advertising in places where even though it does appear to be kosher, like the paper needed to see a a copy of his qualification and all this sort of stuff. So they looked like they were doing the right thing by saying, no, this is really, this is real therapeutic massage. But the people who were answering those ads were generally looking for more. And the other thing is your appearance. And this, and this goes for both males and females, but mainly more for females. Having worked in elite sport and been in charge of teams of massage therapists, I always ensured that everybody, males and females, were issued with a club uniform. And so everybody looked like they were part of a team. But I have worked in environments where people just turn up in their own clothes. And some of these young girls who come along, and some are still in massage school, some have recently graduated, but they come along and they're wearing low-cut tops showing their cleavage and they're wearing lycra pants and so everything there is nothing left to the imagination and they walk into a room full of footballers and then they wonder why they're getting chatted up you've got to present yourself as professional and when you present yourself as professional you greatly reduce the chances that somebody is going to ask for things other than massage When you come in and you start that treatment, you are dressed like a professional, you have covered your body appropriately, and when you touch them, you touch them with a professional touch, with a confident approach that says, I am here, I'm in business, I am here purely to massage you, I am here purely to treat you, you greatly reduce the chances that they're going to ask for more. But yes, sometimes they still do ask for more. And I remember when I was working in a professional clinic, and one of the female therapist came out one day and says, you'll never believe this, but I just got asked for, to do extras. And I said, what? And, and she said, yeah, like, no, the guy asked, no, for a happy ending. And I said, no, this is a professional remedial massage clinic. We don't do that here. And he said, oh, but you've got tissues in the room. And when you've got tissues in the room, that means that you do happy endings. All right. How can you, how can you fight against that? That's somebody's preconceived idea. There's tissues in the room. So therefore you do this. Okay. There's not much you can do there other than educate them and say no. But the point is at the end of the day, you have to educate your clients. When you set up yourself in a professional environment and when you conduct your business in a professional manner, when you are careful where you advertise your services to make sure that you are only advertising in places where people will expect nothing but a professional service, whether that be a spa service or a remedial service, and you educate your clients as to the behavior you expect from them, then you are going to attract the clients and keep the clients that you want. The final thing I want to address here is when the client complains about the service. And this can happen when there has been a lack of communication or a misunderstanding as to what the service offering was. 
So you've got to be very clear in your communication to the client so the client knows what they're going to get from the treatment, what they, what to expect, what body areas you're going to be treating, and what the expected outcome of the treatment is going to be. When you communicate very clearly with your client, then you reduce your chances of having these sorts of complaints and problems. Look, you're always going to get somebody who is just there to give you a hard time. There's just those sorts of people in the world, and it's very hard to totally avoid that, but you can reduce it. And you can cultivate a list of clients who respect you, who appreciate the services, and who rave about you to their family and friends and anybody else they come across. To be honest with you, I graduated in massage in 2003 as a therapeutic massage therapist and 2004 as a remedial therapist. I can count on one hand and still have fingers left the number of troublesome clients that I've had. And that is because I've approached my business with a professional attitude. I've always dressed appropriately and conducted myself appropriately in clinic. And when you do these things, you will educate your clients. Your clients will know exactly what to expect and they will expect nothing more than professional treatment from you. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'd really like to hear from you. If you've got any questions, any ideas, if you want me to talk about any topic whatsoever, please send me an email at tim at makemoneywithmassage.com. That's tim at makemoneywithmassage.com. Now, the show notes for this show will be found at makemoneywithmassage.com forward slash 008. That's makemoneywithmassage.com dot com forward slash zero zero eight. Now if you enjoyed this episode, if you found this episode useful, if you find this podcast useful, please I'd really appreciate it if you go across to iTunes and leave me an honest rating and review. Your ratings and reviews help to rank the show and the more people who find the show, the more people I can help. And so therefore your reviews actually help people and, and that's a good thing. Now, if you leave me a five-star review, once again, please send me an email at tim at makemoneywithmassage.com, letting me know that you've left a review and the country you're from, and I'll give you a shout-out on the show. And lastly, I'd like to thank you. I'd like to thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. We live in a very busy world, and we are bombarded with information, and sometimes we can get overwhelmed with the amount of information that is thrust upon us. So taking the time to listen to this podcast, I really do appreciate you. And I hope that you're taking action. I hope that you're taking what I'm saying here and putting it into action and that it's helping you build the massage business of your dreams. And until next time, take care. <music>